What up, what up? I'm Samantha. I'm Lauren. And I'm Rosa. And we're Spill the Cheese Man. And we're finally back. It feels like it's been a damn year. It has been. It's been so long. Oh, yeah. We have that early up. When did we record that? Thursday. Wow. It feels like forever. Yeah, we have the early up drop. Lauren is almost fully recovered. How did it go? Can we please talk about how on brand <laughs> Lauren was coming out of the damn oral surgery? Hi, AF. I'm mad I didn't see it. Um, well, I'm glad you didn't see it. This is what happened. The doctor okay. comes out and is like, she's all done. We're getting her ready. Um, she must really like Tony Romo. And then he wheels her out to the car and Lauren comes out voguing in the damn wheelchair. <laughs> I don't know how much more you want to express, but yeah. I jammed out to corn. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Corn. Was it Freak on a Leash? Yeah, it was Freak on a Leash. Great song. Great song. I'm just glad that the universe decided to play that song. (laughs) Right? While you were coming home high AF. (sighs) But how was it? How was your experience? It was so painful. Dude. Uh, My teeth were like super impacted, and Uh the more impacted, like, more painful it is so recovery was terrible um i had a bad reaction to the pain pills and i started to like rip my skin off yeah and she was like a straight like a hardcore addict yeah it was bad so i couldn't take that anymore and it was not a fun recovery i'm surprised i thought you were gonna recover quick but no you didn't Mm -mm. (sighs) it was so bad but just think it's like a small amount of pain. Well, not a small pa- a small period of pain. Like, so <laughs> I meant small period. A small, <laughs> short period of pain for like the rest of your life. You yeah, don't have dude. to deal with the discomfort. These teeth. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to use baby Ooh. aura gel. You can throw <laughs> it away, hopefully. <laughs> and you know, they're already out. I think yeah. the moral of these stories is keep up with your teeth. Yes. Lauren's was like do he it. couldn't do anything about that. Yeah. But yeah. Keep up with your teeth because you don't want to go get in a root canal. You don't want to have all these cavities filled. Ooh, and it leads to heart disease when you don't take care of your yeah, teeth. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Very it important. affects your other health. Very important bones in your body. And <laughs> if a dentist wants to sponsor this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, but enough about our teeth. Yeah. We have a lot to get into. So many twists and turns this week. We are exhausted from all of the surprises, the bad ones. The, the good ones, ones and the weird ones and also the spooky ones also, yes we're gonna get into some spookiness we got real life spooky stories coming at you all that and more within this episode so we'll be right back to spill the okay so it's monday it's indigenous people's day we don't yes. give a fuck about christopher columbus fuck christopher and this bitch. Columbus. so we just want to give a shout out to all the indigenous people out there listening mm-hmm. um shout out creek indian bird clan that's me and lauren and i would like to share this post i saw on instagram it says it's indigenous people's day whose land do you live on what do slash did they call themselves what was done to them how do you benefit from that what are they doing now if you can't answer these questions Ask yourself why and then find out. Interrogate the narrative. Yeah. So ask yourself those questions. Think about it. And do your own research because we don't learn about this shit in school. Mm -hmm. We really don't. And it's a fucking shame. Yeah. So fuck Christopher Columbus. That's all I got to say. Another reason to say fuck Christopher Columbus is because of him. Now Brett Kavanaugh is sitting on the Supreme Court. 
So on our last episode, we talked about Brett Kavanaugh and his testimony in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee because of the sexual allegations against him from Christine Blasey Ford. That feels like forever ago. It really, it really does. does. And when we were talking about it, if we you were remember, heated. it was just happening. It all happened mm-hmm. that day. It was still yeah. happening with Brett. He was still like in front of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that happened. They agreed to do an FBI investigation. They gave him a week. Right. Mm-hmm. FBI investigation only took three days. They didn't interview Ford, and they didn't interview her witness. So, So, I mean, it came out that there was no evidence saying that he sexually assaulted her. But uh, it just seems like set up. Right. It just doesn't seem right. So then he went to the Senate. Everyone turned their back on the people, even including some Democrats. And some women. And he was voted in 50 to 48. Disgusting. So now there is this man sitting on the Supreme Court, super conservative, already said he wanted to turn over Roe v. Wade. A lifelong position. Lifelong. Highest court in the United States. Oh, my God. And he likes beer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you can get a beer with him while he takes away your rights. I'm not trying to be a part of that boys club like some other Democratic women. And Republican, and Republican women. women. I and just, just women. <laughs> I honestly, whenever Trump announced him as a nominee, and then all the accusations came, mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't going to do anything. Yeah. Look what happened yeah. to Trump. He fucking became president. Yeah. Exactly. Like, how many women has he sexually harassed? No one gave a fuck. He, like, he literally said, Trump said that one time he can go out in the middle of the street and shoot somebody, and his, Ugh. like, polls or numbers won't go down. And I honestly feel like that's true now. If anything, they'll yeah. be like, that's just a true testimony to how real he is. Like, ugh, like uh, it's disgusting. It's gross. And I saw a tweet that was like, don't ever tell me that sexual accusations ruins a man's life because Brett Kavanaugh sitting on Supreme Court and Trump is fucking is president. Fucking yeah. yeah. So, no, his life was not ruined from this. No. This is so infuriating. I saw oh that God. post. She was like, I ha- she said that she had to go back and correct, and she said, white men. Right. Yeah, white men. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's we so have to stay vigilant. Yes, yes. so true. Just- and research all these people who voted yes for him to go through, the people who you thought you could trust, mm-hmm. and turn their backs on you mm-hmm. and vote them out. Yes, exactly. Register to vote. A lot of deadlines are coming up, so make sure you register. We'll go over that later, though. Yes, <laughs> yes. But we have to be grateful for Amy Schum and Emrata. Yes. They were at a protest. <clears throat> excuse me, at an anti-cav protest. I like how I'm just abbreviating everyone's names. But also, like, fuck his name. Yeah. yeah. But um, they did get arrested. They were among more than 300 people arrested this past Thursday's protests over the Supreme Court nominee. And there is actually a video of them being escorted away. And mm-hmm. one of the cops is asking, do you want to get arrested? And then you hear, you see Amy Schumer say, yes. Good. I, I, I do. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I don't know. And then um, Emily tweeted out, today I was arrested protesting the Supreme Court nomination of Brett Kavanaugh, a man who has been accused by multiple women of sexual assault. Men who hurt women can no longer be placed in positions of power. Which is yes. fucking true. Like, finally use your privilege as a white woman and a freaking celebrity yes. on top of that yeah. to your, like, full extent. Women rage is 
needs to be a full extent right now. Dude, oh, yeah. It's coming. It is. It's already I, oh, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's American Horror Story culture. Dude, it literally it is. is. It's already Can't here. Wait. It's just elevating. <laughs> and at this point, it is. like, we posted on Instagram today just waking up, realizing it's fucking Monday already. Two, that it's that this country still celebrates Columbus Day, mm-hmm. which is the start of this country, the start of this country being built on fucking murder and rape. So no wonder, Slavery. by a white man, so no yeah. wonder there's a white man right now who sexually assaulted someone in the Supreme Court as president. Like, none of this shit is even surprising, and it just makes the rage even more. Like, hell hath no fury. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're just telling women, like, we don't believe you, we don't care about your story. Yeah. And people, and- yeah. Ugh. But it's so crazy because I just finished watching Colt, um, the season of Colt, mm-hmm. yeah, American Horror Story, and when spoiler I alert. Yeah, yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert, um, when they talk about women's rage and everything, I thought it was so funny because I was like, I felt it in myself, right. and I'm like, I'm just so angry whenever yeah. something shitty happens. Yeah, and it's just like nice to see, like, because we have privilege as Latinas who live here, who are U.S. citizens, who have an education, who are light-skinned. Like, we have that privilege, but to see, like, other women um, stepping up to the plate, too, mm-hmm. like, really just helps. Like, we can use every voice that we can get. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. But I just, we need to talk about this. <laughs> Just little moments like this is just, like, a little, like, sprinkle on a pile of shit. Yeah. Just make it a little pretty, like, a little sprinkle of glitter. But Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even, like, okay. We don't like talking about him, but this must be talked about. Okay, so Donald Trump was boarding Air Force One while he had a piece of paper stuck to his shoe. First off, I just want it, to say I love whoever did not tell him there's toilet paper or whatever the paper was on his shoe. It looked like toilet paper. I applaud yeah, you. It, it looked like toilet paper. Number two, my number one rule to every girl that's in the restroom with me at a bar somewhere is, girl, check your shoe. When you're walking mm-hmm. out, you check your shoe. And I'm just glad Donald Trump has no friends to tell him that. Yeah. He straight up got out of limo. So he was somewhere before that yes, to get the toilet paper exactly. on his shoe. And no one's told no him. No one told him. I wish it had shit on and it. And how does that, like, <laughs> literally reflect how much everyone hates him? Yes. Like, his own people hate him so much, they exactly. don't tell him embarrassing shit like that. Exactly. And I love it. <laughs> Waving to all of the cameras. Oh, my God, dude. And I was laughing so hard because I was researching this, and a lot of people were like, this is fake news. Like, this is yeah. edited. So I went to Snopes. They Ooh. fact-checked it. <laughs> and they're like, the video is authentic and captures a real incident that occurred at or around 4.51 p.m. local type in Minneapolis, Minnesota on October 4th, 2018. President Trump could very briefly be seen with what looked like toilet paper or a tissue stuck to his left shoe as he climbed a staircase to board Air Force One. (laughs) I just love how, like, intense the investigation was. It was worth it. It was so worth it. Because I was like, I'll be so mad if this is fake. But of course it's real. It's real. This is is the world we live in now. Let me have my moment. Right. Like, a little bit of justice. Just because I know how big his ego is and his pride. And I hope that, like, he saw this because like, they up. apparently keep bad news away from him because he's a fucking toddler. 
So yeah, I hope like he saw war. this. Yeah, I hope he saw <laughs> this and is very freaking embarrassed. And some got somebody at, that um, went in after him on Air Force One, I guess it's Secret Service, they had to like reach down and pick up the toilet paper because it fell off as Ew. he was entering. So I hope it was toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta take, we gotta take those little wins, y'all. Yeah. So remember a time, I just wanna <laughs> let y'all know what we've gone through in the span of almost two years. Mm-hmm. So remember when Kanye said <laughs> that he was gonna run for president in 2020 mm-hmm. and people were excited? Yeah. Yes. Well, like, now that's really fucking scary to think about. Mm-hmm. Kanye is, is back on his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, back on his bullshit. He comes back to Twitter and oh, Instagram God. April of 2018. So he had been gone for about a mm-hmm. year. And I don't know. He Just this past week's what we're going to go over, but he's been spewing a lot of shit. So he goes on SNL. <sighs> he's a sick yeah, just, fuck. He likes yeah. a quick fuck. Uh, hate. Wearing, you know, his MAGA hat. Hate. Cringeworthy performance with Lil Pump. Dressed like a Fiji uh. bottle and a Perrier bottle. This man is 40 something years old. I just like to remind everybody yeah. that he's out there with L- Lil, Lil Pump. Pump. Yeah. Dressed as a Perrier bottle. And Lil Pump didn't look like he was in another performance. No. Kanye he looked w- like he was all about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye was like, I'm young, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Then at the end of the show, he invites the SNL cast up and quote-unquote holds them hostage (laughs) as he ranted at the end of the show and about being bullied, about his hat, and that he wasn't supposed to wear that. Just of it, he's also like, try love. I hate that. I hate I that so much that everything he does is out of love. Like, look That's for so love. It's so, so manipulative. Yeah, and then the hat itself is something redesigned redesigned by him. Still same color hat. Still same message. Stupid. But it's made with positive energy. Oh I hate. I hate. So we... It also reminds me of how far we've come on this podcast and how long we've been doing this. Oh, my God. Because we used to love, I mean, we used to love Kanye. It's yeah. not a fucking secret. We talked about him. We raved about him on this fucking podcast. But, and I still, I posted this meme the other day, and it was like listening to your canceled faves. And I just can't do it anymore. I really fucking can't do it anymore. I don't He's know just, the last time I listened to Kanye. I can't listen to anything new, and I refuse to, mm-hmm. but... That old Kanye still holds a place in my heart, but right now it's it's dying. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. dying. It's there, and it's, like, flickering. <sighs> I just, I don't know. So There's still more, yeah. There, yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> still more. Like, yeah, it doesn't end there. So then later in the week, he tweets out a pic of his new MAGA hat. <sighs> he says, this represents good and America no. becoming whole again. No. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all those, or for all who are free from prisons, and we abolish, as we abolish the 13th Amendment, message sent with love. So, if you don't know, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery, and no one was happy about this. I don't even know. This is the first time he said, like, slavery didn't exist. Oh, yeah. But what is he even getting at, dude? So, yeah, so everyone's, like, abolish the 13th Amendment. So he actually sets up a meeting with Harvey Levin from TMZ. What is life? 
And he's like, well, this other reporter from TMZ comes up to him and he's like, I'm going to set up a meeting. Mm -hmm. We're going to do some more research. We're going to get down to it. I'm going to speak to Harvey and I'm going to clarify everything that I I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So he sits down with him and he's basically saying that abolish was the wrong word to use. He meant amend. Oh. So okay, he's basically trying to say that people in prison for nonviolent crimes are being are slaves, are like modern day, yeah, slaves. modern day slaves because they are working for these big corporations for like eight cents, <laughs> an, like eight cents. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but yeah, no, please, okay, I want to hear you say. But not th- saying if, if that was his full thought. Yeah. If it honestly was, which like I highly doubt it. <laughs> like, not a PR That thing. is so fucking dangerous to not fully explain mm, yourself. Yes. Because especially in this day and age where a Trump supporter would, or a fucking racist-ass person would cling onto that and use that to dive into the pop culture and, like, be like, oh, all these racist thoughts or, like, MAGA thoughts are taking over pop culture like Mm -hmm. that's so dangerous Mm -hmm. yeah and he's not good at like trying to reclaim Mm -hmm. himself right he just digs a deeper grave it just gets worse but anyway so he talks about different topics with harvey but he also (laughs) talks about um that he's been calling colin kaepernick on the phone trying to get him to go to the white house so that they can all discuss so that they can discuss with donald trump um, to remove the statement of which Donald J. Trump called him son of a bitch. And so that they can, like, be on the same page. And what? And I mean, why would Colin Kaepernick honestly, want to like, talk to Trump? Donald Trump doesn't deserve to talk to Colin Kaepernick. He really doesn't. Kanye West literally is out here thinking, like, he's some philosopher and is spewing all this deep knowledge that us normies can't understand because we're not on a god level he literally calls himself god Mm -hmm. and it's sick to watch him lose his mind it really is it's so cringeworthy when you watch these videos of him actually talking to Mm -hmm. harvey and then to talking to reporters he takes so many pauses when he's kind of checked Mm -hmm. and it's just and when he tries to come out with an answer, it's just, ugh, you just want to yeah. turn it off. It's so terrible. But this past Saturday, oh, God, we got something funny, but okay. Pete Davidson stopped by the Weekend Update to mm-hmm. share his thoughts on Kanye. He says, what Kanye said after we went off the air last week was one of the worst, most awkward things I've seen here. And I've seen Chevy Chase talk to an intern. (laughs) (laughs) And we already know we hate Chevy Chase. Yeah, last step, we talked about it. (laughs) But, you know, he talks about, and if this is is the real Kanye and he's off his meds, he should take them. Yeah, like, there's nothing, he was like, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, he was like, I take them. Like... Uh, but I think the best thing he did was he said his response was he put on his hat. It's a red hat and said, May Kanye 2006 again. Seriously? <laughs> Where I is just, that Kanye? For real. I just like think back to that Kanye. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that was like glow in the dark tour Kanye. Yeah. I don't know. I miss that Kanye. It's sad. We talked about it before so many times how sad it is to it see really where, is. how much he has fallen. It's just so. It makes me sick to my stomach to think that he is off all his meds and that he's, like, where is his family? Yeah. You're surrounded by all these people, but no one's telling you 
okay, maybe you should try different medication if you felt like a zombie or something on this. Like, let's try a different formula or go to, like, a therapist. I don't understand why no one is helping him Me and either. just letting him do all this wild shit. I saw Where's this, your yeah. fucking wife? Exactly. Okay, she wait. She probably loves the attention. I saw this article. I didn't read it because I was just so thrown off by the title. And it said... Kanye West and Kim Kardashian disagreeing makes their marriage stronger. And I was like, what? Get the fuck out. Like, no, dude. It's just toxic. It is. And I don't know. It's it's sad. It is. That's all I can say. His name is Ye now. Oh, yeah. His name is Ye. And for the people who are like, he's just doing this for publicity because he has a new album. That's still not okay. That's still very toxic and... It's dangerous. going too far. Yes. It's too far. Well, he deleted this past Saturday. He deleted his Twitter and his Instagram. Oh my God. So. He'll be back when his album's coming out, probably. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that was just, he's just too much. Yeah. That's too much. Let's talk about someone who hosted SNL and did a fucking great job. <laughs> yes. So, Aquafina, this past Saturday, she's the second Asian American woman to host a- SNL. And it only took 18 years for that to happen. That's fucking crazy. Almost two decades of no Asian host. Yeah. So in her monologue, she talked about how she was outside 30 Rock when Lucy Liu hosted SNL. And she was like, this was such an important episode to me because it changed her view on what's possible for Asian American women. So once again representation is so fucking important yes. when you don't like and people who have it don't understand how exactly. important it is yeah exactly. but just listen to her opening monologue and hopefully you'll figure out you'll like try to figure it out mm-hmm. um so the sketches were really funny some of them i want to point out that were super funny there was one that was dumb <laughs> but funny it was like this dance battle thing it wasn't political at all it was just straight up like like he, like yeah. a dad humor, right? So I think that I thought it was cute, and then they did one about the emergency alerts. Oh my god! <laughs> and oh it was my like god. President Trump sending out stuff, and it was like alert: Hillary's still crooked. Like all these little, <laughs> like basically his tweets, but yeah. he's sending them out as alert. But the best one, what I thought as a Texan, was the Ted Cruz rally sketch. Oh my god! So right now there's this like huge change in texas Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's cruz versus bethel for the senate seat and bethel's really this like cool dude yes he's just cool he's cool and calm and collective yeah Yeah. (laughs) he skateboards in whataburger parking lot like he's a cool dude so ted cruz is trying is like noticing like oh they like him because he's like cool and hip. yeah mm-hmm. so ted cruz is now trying to be cool and hip and this sketch is like making fun of that <laughs> yeah. i want you guys to watch i don't want to ruin it i want you yeah, guys to watch everyone it. should watch it but a good example of ted cruz trying to be cool <laughs> is um there were posters up this is real of life ted cruz real life and it was a wanted poster like a oh. prison wanted poster wanted for six years in u.s senate it's Ted Cruz tatted up shirtless with a cigarette in his mouth. He happens to have like a full on six pack and stuff. <laughs> and it says tough as Texas. This is that, a real that life. That was real campaign. life. That is not the sketch. That is real life. <laughs> that's fucking real. <laughs> like that's how hard he's trying to be as cool as Bethel. I cannot. Oh my God. Dude. But also Travis Scott performed on SNL and they're really good. So 
get on YouTube. They posted all the skits. Go watch them. Support Aquafina. I genuinely love Aquafina and Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh it was God. just it was a good show. Yeah, I need to watch it. I saw her opening monologue and I was already crying. It's so important. It's just yes. so important. <sighs> I'm glad she just went out there and said that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, guys, <sighs> this is gonna be hard. We've done a lot of hard things on this podcast, like cut off Kanye. Get, cut off Kanye. Say R.I.P. to Kanye. And now we have to open our doors to the Queen Snake herself. Do we though? <laughs> okay. Kidding. Well, we have Just to kidding. show her props. Yeah. Okay. Because when she was silent, we called her out and hated on her. Mm-hmm. Now when she speaks up, people are calling her out and hating on her. So we um, have to give yeah, her some type of baby really props do. here. We do. Okay. So, things are so fucking bad that the queen snake herself, Taylor Swift, (laughs) has spoken up and come out and endorsed two Democrat, sorry, two Tennessee Democrats in the November midterms. I was shook. I was shook, too. I'm still shook. Um, And since she hasn't said anything, I'm going to go ahead and read most of her Instagram posts because let's finally hear her side of the story, Mm -hmm. I guess. Okay. So on Instagram, she say, she says, she said, I'm writing this post about the upcoming midterm elections on November 6th, in which I will be voting in the state of Tennessee. In the past, I've been reluctant to publicly voice my political opinions, but due to several events in my life and in the world in the past two years, that's white privilege right there, mm-hmm. only the past two years, I feel very dif- differently about that now. I always have and always will cast my vote based on which candidate will protect and fight for the human rights I believe in. I b- sorry, the human rights I believe we all deserve in this country. I believe in the fight for LGBTQ rights and that any form of discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender is wrong. That's all capital lies. I believe that the systematic racism we still see in this country towards people of color is terrifying, sickening, and prevalent. I cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for dignity for all Americans, no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love. Running for Senate in the state of Tennessee is a woman named Marsha Blackburn. As much as I have in the past and would like to continue voting for women in office, I cannot support Marsha Blackburn. Her voting record in Congress appalls and terrifies me. She voted against equal pay for women. She voted against the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act, which attempts to protect women from domestic violence, stalking, and date rape. She believes businesses have a right to refuse service to gay couples. She also believes they should not have the right to marry. These are not my Tennessee values. I will be voting for Phil Bredesen for Senate and Jim Cooper for House of Representatives. Please, please educate yourself on the candidates running in your state and vote based on who most closely represents your values. For a lot of us, we may never find a candidate or party with whom we agree 100% on every issue, but we have to vote anyway. So many intelligent, thoughtful, self-possessed people have turned 18 in the past two years and now have the right and privilege to make their vote count. But first, you need to register, which is quick and easy to do. October 9th is the last day to register to vote in Tennessee. Go vote. Go to vote.org, and you can find all the info. Happy voting. <sighs> okay. Lauren, this is oh Lauren's reaction. God. Lauren has not read it. I haven't it. read any of this. I didn't know any of this, and I want to say something right now. Okay. Okay. This is... Okay, I'm glad Taylor mm-hmm. is using her platform for something positive. Right. I'm going to get that out the way. But this is, like, the definition of white girl feminism. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the past two years, it's yes. only, t- like, 
just in the past two years, it's at its worst right now, yeah. by the way. Well, it's not at its worst, but it's fucking terrible. And this is when you think now is a good time to say vote the right way because people are people and deserve to be treated right. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift, so many white women listen to you. Yep. They look up to you. They want to be you. They're going to do what you say. Yes. Like, that's how her fans are. They just, like, worship her. Mm-hmm. Your voice back during Hillary and Donald Trump yes. would have made such a big difference because oh, yes. all the white women voted for Trump. 53%. We will never forget. <laughs> so it's a little too late, but I'm glad she said it. Yeah. Well, I guess it's never too late. We can always change it. Right. There's always yeah. hope. But I still am not like she's queen. No. I'm still not going to no. take back anything I said about fuck her last no, fuck few no. episodes. Fuck no. So keep going this way. Taylor, because a lot of people look up to you, especially young kids. Yep. So <laughs> maybe you'll, maybe you speaking a cisgendered straight white woman with mm-hmm. blonde hair, blue eyes, will change these other women, white women's opinions, and maybe they'll vote a different way. Yeah. Than they voted in the last election. But that's what I got. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty that's much how I opinion. felt. No, yeah, that's basically how I felt. It's just like, like you said, her voice and opinion would have been, made such a huge difference back then, which is even just ridiculous to even admit. But it's yeah. fucking true because that's the world we live in. And the rhetoric that Trump is preaching or has preached is already out there and set in stone mm-hmm. in so many people's minds that they're just going to cancel Taylor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you should have done this a long time ago. And yep. it's not like you're the only true savior that can get us out of this mess because you're not. No. There's plenty of fucking people out here who have been doing the work for decades and have started doing the work and you're late to the fucking party per mm-hmm. usual. Yeah. So whatever. And then, um, but of course they had to ask fucking Trump. Oh, I can't even say president. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll so bleep it. I'll bleep it. Yeah, bleep it. So after getting off Marine One, he walked past reporters, then stopped and turned around when he heard questions about Taylor Swift. He said, I'm sure Taylor Swift knows nothing or doesn't know anything about her GOP candidate, Marsha Blackburn, which I doubt, whatever. (laughs) And he goes, let's just say I like her music about 25% less now. I fucking hate him. And you already know that right-wing Twitter was all over it, yes. canceling her, saying, shut up and sing. You should have stuck to to pop music. Or, like, you should have stuck to country music. All the country fans are out. That's why you're a pop star anyway. Like, oh, yeah, 13-year-olds are really going to go and vote and change everything. Like, no, bitch, but those 13-year-olds are going to turn into 18-year-olds yep. and they're going to be able to fucking vote. Yep. Exactly. So all this bullshit that your president is doing to our country can be reversed and will fucking be reversed if we Yo. keep speaking up like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So baby props. That's what I'm giving yeah, her. The baby, baby props yeah. for sure because her a lot of her fans are very yeah. much Trump supporters. Oh, that's why so she hasn't spoke up. That's anything. literally why because she's about money. Yeah, she is. So mm. baby props to not queen she maybe she's not queen snake anymore she's just like princess snake (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how it goes we'll see how much more work she does this is a a good good start a good start yeah all right well (laughs) how do you even how do you even (laughs) totally different completely off subject of taylor swift and 
politics. I don't even in know. I don't even know. At it's this a point. little bit political. A little yeah, political. I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> She has been wilding out, too. Um, but most recently, she went on Instagram Live and streamed her talking to a Syrian refugee family using a very bad, problematic fake accent. Fake accent. Yeah. <laughs> and Aww. she's talking to family, and she says, you want to come with me? Come with me. I'll take care of you guys. Do you want to stay at a hotel tonight? Do you want to watch movies? It would be so cool. Watch a movie on a TV or a computer. I wasn't going to do her accent. That's so but I'm undermining like, yes. already. Like, right? you're already a fucking bitch. So the family was like, no, don't want to do that. Right. Because you're a stranger. Get you're the fuck a fucking away. stranger. Yeah. And also, like, we. You don't. We don't need a savior, okay? Yeah. A white savior. <laughs> so the family refused, and Lindsay Lohan started to get aggressive. She starts yelling at the mom, and she says, "You should not have them on the floor speaking about the, her sons. You should be a hardworking woman, and you should be doing what you can for your children, so they have a better life." Bitch. Then she goes on to say, "If someone is offering them a home and a bed, which is me at the moment, give it to them." They will come back to you. So she's just trying to take the kids. She's trying to straight up kidnap these children from a mom while undermining the mom and telling her she's not a hard worker. Do you even know, like, what that mom has possibly done to just get Get her kids alive? To keep them alive if they're a Syrian refugee? Can you fucking imagine? No, you can't because you're a fucking white privileged bitch. Exactly. So, so she keeps harassing like, them, and all this is all Instagram Live. Dumb. She keeps harassing them, so they walk away. But she begins to keep, she like keeps following them, and she's like on her Instagram. She's talking to the people who are watching. She's like, "Look what's happening! They're trafficking children. You're ruining Arabic culture by doing this. You're taking these kids. They want to go. I'm with you, boys. Don't worry. The whole world is seeing this right now." So the mom ends up turning around and punching Lindsay yes. Lohan in the face, which she fucking deserves. Yes. She was yeah. trying to kidnap her children. Yeah. And accusing them. Of, and then accusing them of trafficking the yeah. children. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so glad. Lindsay Lohan. Between Lindsay Lohan and Kanye West. I cannot. I don't know. Like, Who's worse? <laughs> I, like, go back to your damn resort. Yes. Go, go to Mykonos. And party like you're fucking... 89 year old woman i can't dude i just it's don't it's just like not cute and what do you how is your mind work that you think that that's okay yeah like who are you to decide that you're right the savior for these and children? why why would you come Better at it that way yeah, dude, there's, where's her family where, where's yeah. her friend seriously dude. where is her family like what are they doing what do they think of her like right now they're probably like she's too toxic to even have around at this point yeah yeah because but hopefully there, Lindsay, i honestly I don't, don't, don't have hope for Lindsay yeah, Lohan. No, you're right that's sad but i don't Mm-mm. just I don't stay know, on dude. mykonos bitch like, <laughs> no, like, like just stay in your just stay in your resort your, yeah, yeah don't leave it Stay in your little you cabana. Have everything you need there to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she filming an MTV reality show? Is she? Yes, dude. What if they were? What oh if this God. is awful? What is the world? Let's Why did she get a reality show? Let's ask people to stop 
fucking letting these people have, have platforms. Platforms, yeah. Like Lindsay Lohan, Kanye West. I had to. I unfollowed her. I was like, I can't. This isn't even like funny. Yeah, it's just sad. So this weekend, famous British street artist Banksy pulled off one of his most spectacular pranks on Friday night. (laughs) Freaking genius! (laughs) When one of his trademark pieces appeared to self-destruct. So at Sotheby's in London. Mm -hmm. So it is a pretty famous one girl with the balloon yeah um about a few years so it sold for 1.4 million dollars Jeez, ridiculous yeah and so it's like a live auction like there's these two telephone bidders going at it pounds a gavel (laughs) and everyone's looking at the piece of work in the frame Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden half of it just starts shredding (laughs) and everyone's like (gasps) Oh my god, like all is yeah. lost. And then Banksy actually posts on his Instagram a video of him saying that a few years ago he decided to build a shredder into the painting <laughs> or into the piece of work and in case in the event that it was mm-hmm. sold for auction. So mm-hmm. once it's sold, it began to shred. <laughs> Dude, that's some like mastermind. Right? It was perfect. I don't know. Oh, I want to do just something love it. like that. Like have an art show and then at the end burn everything. It's like art That's shouldn't be for sale. Because you know. Such hashtag art. Because it's hashtag right? art. So deep. Yeah, so I was trying to be I was trying to be a douche. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know who okay. you are. But literally, this piece has now maybe doubled in its value. Oh, I, and I so, knew that shit would like, happen. People are like, okay, now it's worth like $2 million or like three, you know. Again, uh, what is the world? <laughs> it's just like those are literally the people bidding are like, we can't wait for the purge. <laughs> like, yes, that's what dude. I imagine. Literally, that's what I imagine. The way their reactions were, <laughs> yes. like the world is like all is lost. Like yeah. society is gonna crumble. Yeah, like it's okay, we're rich. They have that much money that they're that bored with their lives that they would be down for the purge to happen. Yep. Oh, that's what that reminds me. Of. That's creepy. No, I'm scared. I've never seen the purge. I just Spooky. know about it. It's Maybe a, I'll the, watch. The it. first one sucks. Um, the second one's really good. That's what. I, yeah. Okay. First okay. one sucks. Oh god. That's not really good. That's good. Guys, it is spooky season though. We're gonna get into that later. Yeah. It's spooky outside. I'm impatient. But I think that's it for cheese and the. Like... Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the cheese this week. Now it's time for cheese and the guys. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So very important dates. Um, if you're listening to this, the day this airs, it is October 9th, Tuesday, which is the last, which is the deadline to register to vote in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I just want to give out how you can do that. So first, you want to find out if you're le- eligible or already registered. We'll send a link on how you can do that. And you want to check your status before election day, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it. So you have to get an application because you can't register online in the state of Texas. Many local libraries, government establishments, so like DMVs, mm-hmm. um, some high schools might have applications available, and then you can fill it out and mail it in, or you can download an application online and mail it in. You're going to want to make sure it's postmarked before the registration deadline. So if you're mailing it in today, you want to make sure it has it's postmarked that it's you're sending it off today. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also register in person in county elections offices, and we'll send a link out for that. Um, make sure, of course, you're 18, 
and then you'll be mailed your voter registration card 30 days after. Make sure all the information is correct on that. And of course, since we live in the racist state of Texas, you'll need your ID on election day. So we'll go ahead and email our email, we'll tweet out this link. And if you're not in the state of Texas, we tweeted out a photo that mm-hmm. shows every date, every last day to register to vote in every state. So make sure you check that out if you're not in Texas. Of course, it's very easy. Google makes it very easy to figure out how yes. to register to vote in your state. Just Google it. You'll figure it out that way. I promise you it's easy, and it's freaking important more Definitely. now than ever. Go Google. <laughs> Howdy, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. We're here with your State Fair update slash review. That was pre-produced. That was pre-produced. <laughs> she recorded that. She's working on it all weekend. stop it okay so we went to the fair opening day yes we had the best time it was so perfect we just ate lauren's teeth had a nice farewell okay can i say something nope so it was like my last time to eat before my teeth come out and i was like i don't know if i'll be good at like healed enough to eat more throughout the state fair right you thought so, it was your only option yeah it was only like time. my only time my only option to eat all this list of food i had like she had a very had a oh fucking man list. it was a checklist and <laughs> so i'm like okay this is our goal we're gonna just eat this and sam and rosa <laughs> thought that they were good there was a teeth out too <laughs> and they were yeah, eating everything was, yeah. and they were like we're so full. It's just Lauren's fault. I was like, no, you <laughs> didn't have to do this with me. Dude, we're spilled a cheese nut. It was in solidarity. Yeah. We had to. <laughs> I've literally never eaten that much at the fair ever in my fucking life. <laughs> and I've gone to the fair for like 20 plus years. Same. It was my last supper. <laughs> I was literally acting like I was never going to go to the fair Dude, again. it was spilled a cheese nut as last supper. But I <laughs> really was. I also was kind of acting like it was my my only fair trip because right. every year I get a season pass. This year I did not because she didn't listen to her know. own tips. I just was like, I don't really think I you're need gonna it. go that much. And then you're gonna yeah. go. <laughs> well, not only that, but I I had four free tickets, so I was like, that's oh like yeah, enough. that's good. That's yeah, enough. dude. Dude, we had a good food tour. What was your favorite food? Um, mine was probably the fluffiest fuck funnel cake. Dude, it was so good. I Pizza. have it. <laughs> I want to say the pizza, but yeah. I'm still going to stay true. It's the fat smooth. I knew it. I'm going to go with the Friday lotte. Really? That That's was a bold good. choice. Be- it was choice. good. It was new. I, I want to say the corn dog. It's tried mm-hmm. and true. Yeah. Um, But the Friday lotte was my fave See, that day. I liked it, but I wouldn't get it again. I would get the yeah. pico frito I would again. get the pico frito. Also, I didn't get a Belgian waffle, so I couldn't, I couldn't put that in there. Yeah, but oh, yeah. I'm going the, back and getting like five more things. The Friday lote and the pico frito were like really good vegetarian options. Yeah. So keep that in mind if you're vegetarian. And then again, they have the tofu corn dog. So there's a lot of options out there mm-hmm. French fries, cheese pizza. That's what I got. It was bomb. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's it. All right, guys, that's it for Cheese de la Calle. We'll be right back to see who we're shaking our heads at this week. Shaking my head. Shaking Shaking my head. Shaking my head. Shaking my head. Shaking my head. All right, Rosa, who are you shaking your head at this week? Mm, I'm shaking my head at myself. I'm shaking my head at you, too. For, I guess, a couple of reasons, okay. but also shaking my head at this cop. Yeah, fuck that cop. 
I got a speeding ticket in a 40 mile per hour zone. Mm-hmm. I was and for going 50 miles an hour. And okay. I wasn't even going 50 miles an hour. Maybe like 48. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a couple miles under. <laughs> anyway, got a speeding ticket and it was like a trap because mm-hmm. he was like, "We're out. I'm out here because we've got a lot of bikers on the weekend." Ugh. And you know, we gotta we gotta be here for them. And I look around and there's no fucking bikers. <laughs> I'm like, where are all these bikers? Anyway, so I got a fucking ticket mm-hmm. and um I had to do a defensive driving course online this Gosh. weekend. And I kinda waited till the last minute, so shake them ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do a six hour course. I had to do a six hour course. That lasted from 11.30 in the morning till 8 o'clock at night. Wow. Took my whole day. I'm Took just glad you Saturday. passed it. I did. I mean, it had to be done. Yeah. You just like, waited what if you did that I don't want that on my record. <laughs> and then I didn't pass. It's worth it in the end. Yeah. It's like. And a discount on my insurance. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> um, Lauren, who are you shaking your head at this week? I'm shaking my head at humans. <laughs> of course, um, we ruin everything. So the UN put out a 728-page report on climate change. God. And in it, they warn that there are going to be life or death situations for some people as early as 2040. Fuck. Because at the rate we're going and it's getting warmer and warmer, like people are not going to be able to have water. Like, it's going to be hot as fuck. Dude, there's going to be full-blown water wars. Yeah, yeah, so... That's how the world's going to I'm shaking my head at people who do not, including me, because I can do way more. People who do not do their part in just taking small steps, like not using straws, recycling, just, like, even just small steps. Like yeah. That, to save this fucking planet that the only one we have to live on. Yep. And we just need to do our part. We need to do fucking better as humans, because... We have to limit. They said, like, we have to act now and limit human-caused warming because yeah. we can't go back. Like, this is a crisis now. Yeah. There's so much we can do. There so really much. is. Like, recycle, not support farms that are, like, these factory mass. Farms. Yeah, factory farms. Like, fucking not be lazy and wash a plate or wash, like, something Reusable instead of trying bottles. to use plastic. Like, yeah. there's just so much we can do. Yeah. And our laziness will be the death of this planet and the future mm-hmm. for our children. Yeah. I have a big one, too. <gasps> Don't have a president that doesn't believe in all of this. Yeah. Yep. Who thinks it's fake. Like, it's a fucking so, fairy tale. Yeah, you should work on that, too. Oh, <laughs> 2040. That's so fucking soon. Yeah. Water wars is going to end this war- in this world. Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay, so everybody do your part. This week, I am shaking my head at... Okay, I just want to take you back to this. Remember when Star Wars The Lost Jedi came out and there was a bunch of backlash because a lot of females had prominent roles and they were the savior in a, a lot of the movie mm-hmm. and people were trolling them so hard, the actresses so bad that they had to get off social media and everyone was saying that they're boycotting star wars so remember all that happening so it actually comes out that that all started from russian troll bots yes so typical so researcher morton bay wrote in a paper that there was evidence of deliberate organized political influence measures disguised as fan arguments bay said much of the hatred for the film was politically motivated as a result of the trump era 
The Last Jedi director, Rian Johnson, said that much of Bay's writing was consistent with his experience online. So literally, Russian bots are dividing this fucking country because they have the go-ahead by Donald Trump's rhetoric and all this new Mm -hmm. rhetoric by all these extreme right-wing people. And just to... I don't understand how people aren't upset on how much they fucking influence. They have de- this right? has been found for this now. It was also found that a lot of anti-vaccination posts were from Russian troll bots. This is what they do to divide us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all these patriots who are extreme American patriots love Donald Trump, love this country. Because you know what? When two of your enemies are like when let's say Russia sees us as someone they want to take down, so they get us to fight each other, that becomes easier for them to come and fight us because we're so against each other mm-hmm. that we're, we're not vulnerable. even going to notice what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Like, that's a freaking war tactic. Yeah. And, and no one cares. Yeah. They're fucking, like, they're just so banking cute. on this yeah. right now because, like I was saying, all the patriots, like, aren't even upset about this. <sighs> they're just fucking, bra- you're brainwashed by Russians. Mm-hmm. And they wear like pro Russia shirts. Yeah, Ugh. it's so gross. <laughs> Honestly, it's fucking weird. No. And just shaking my head at that. And everybody who believes this shit, it's fucking insane. It's just wild to think that that has. How they have so much power, influence. Yeah. Like that was a whole huge pop culture moment that mm-hmm. that was going on. And also like the whole anti-vaccinating, vaccinating war. Like that was all. Like they were a bit, yeah, they were big conductors of that. It's scary to think about. It really is because you think about like, okay, (laughs) propaganda back Mm -hmm. in the day, and it's like now we have this technology, like this. You can master this technical war. Propaganda you don't even realize is propaganda at this point. Yeah, it's all hidden in plain sight. It goes back to like, don't be lazy. Do your own research, right? And make sure you're checking your resources, because. Don't but they let won't. your mind. The people, <laughs> yeah, the people who believe this shit. Yeah, won't do they that. won't. They Watch. just read like head titles and shit. That yeah, just need to subjects. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, but that is it for the shaking my head corner. We'll be right back to see who we're standing. This week. Yeah. Okay, so Lauren, who are you standing? All right, I am standing William Nordaus and Paul Romer, who were awarded the 2018 Nobel. Memorial Prize in Economic Science. So, I'm going to explain what they do. Try to not, uh, hope I don't lose you. I know, because I'm (laughs) like, wait, wait. So, they were recognized by the Nobel Committee for their work on long-run macroeconomics analysis, which is a study of how economics likes the like those if entire countries fare over a scale of decades, if not centuries. Okay. So, keep that in mind. Okay, got it. (laughs) Paul Romer found that across the time of the scales... You can see a small uptick in growth accumulate, adding up to massive transformative changes in people's lives. So basically, you can see like economic growth and its effect on the environment. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what Nordos, Nordos did <laughs> was create an integrated assessment model to demonstrate this interplay between economy, social impact, and the environment. So this unique tool that couples the physics of climate change to economic principles, allowing users to quantify their impact on the planet as well as the planet's impact on them. So the integrated assessment models, stay with me, are the foundation (laughs) of a social cost of carbon, a key metric 
to like government can now evaluate like how much carbon right. they're producing and they can figure out strategies to fight climate change and oh they can God. and like the carbon tax they'll actually put a value on the carbon tax wow with this new tool mm-hmm. so romer when he was giving a speech he can he was connecting his work on technology to nordhaus research on climate change he was saying that it's highlighting how investment and innovation can have a compounding benefit for the environment and then he goes on to say it is entirely possible for humans to produce less carbon once we start to reduce emissions we'll be surprised that it wasn't as hard as we anticipated Mm. that's wild yeah i you need to go look into their what uh-huh. they're doing i'd like try to be as brief as possible because right. i don't want to like bore people <laughs> right <laughs> but it's actually really interesting and can make a huge difference especially yeah. since what i just said about the what the units report that we're gonna have life or death situation right. as early as 2040 and we have to act now and this is just kind of going more towards the right side of things what we need right. to be doing so shout it's, out to them right like they're so making I'm, the tools to make this possible and easy because mm-hmm. no one wants to actually do the work yeah so shout out to them that's so dope yeah and recognizing their work yeah so i am standing the world <laughs> um laughing at out loud at donald trump yeah uh, during his u.n speech so he said <laughs> he boasted that quote my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. Oh and God. as soon as those words left his mouth, there was just laughter <laughs> in the room. I love it. And he wasn't expecting that. So he, yeah, I'm glad I'm that just, everyone just laughed at him. Yeah, like they're not afraid of you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like, care about you or your ego. <laughs> exactly. Like you are one person and you're just, in this room. Yeah, and you're not even saying facts. That's all false. Yeah. So just shout out to them putting him in his place for a Mm -hmm. second. It's just sad that like he's representing our country, and he's literally in front of every Mm -hmm. other country, and that just shows how big of a laughing stock we are. I just wish we were represented by smarter people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jesus. But Samantha, what are you standing? Okay, so y'all already know I'm gonna be talking about this shit till it finally happens. My wedding. I am deep into it. I have like 27 days, maybe 26 days till my wedding date. Mm -hmm. And a bitch is stressed the fuck out. I have other stuff on top of that. So I'm even more stressed. Um, But I just want to shout out everybody who's helping me. Um, Hang, my sister's Mm -hmm. friend, is coming in clutch. Very clutch. She's got me a wedding coordinator. We're doing the damn thing. Uh, My mom, my sisters, just everybody. It's just crazy uh, to see your family all come together, family, friends, because I don't know if other people do this, but Mexicans be having sponsors for quinceaneras, weddings, Mm -hmm. like your family comes in, donates money. Um, So shout out to everybody. Trino's sisters donated money for flowers. My uncle, my tia, like they're paying for bands, makeup, my godfather. Uh, my godmother, my fake Uncle David, like they're all like <laughs> extended family is yeah. just coming in clutch and it just shows how much like love there is for me and everybody in our family and it's just nice to be reminded of that and it's just really cool to see it and I just, I never expected it. I didn't like ask anybody. Everybody mm-hmm. just offered it. So I just feel very loved. 
Yeah. <laughs> and no, so shout that. out. And I just am so grateful and blessed to have the, this family and family friends in my life too. Like, I know not everybody has that. So I, I am like realized that it's a blessing and I'm grateful for it. So I just want to give them a shout out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so that's it for standing. Next we have Spooky. The Spooky Dookie Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> It's dark outside. It's raining. I'm scared. Let's start the spooky corner. Ooh. By the way, we're going to be doing this all October and maybe might leak into November. We shall see. If you're scared, turn <laughs> off the pod now. <laughs> so first, I'm going to start it off with movie suggestions that you should do this week. Mm-hmm. First, classic Halloween. It's so good. Yeah. I made, I like literally forced Sam to watch it last yes, year. Yes, she did. It's actually good. Worth I'm it. not a scary movie person. I'm not like a scary whatever. But I like, I actually enjoyed it. It was good. And then I have The Invitation. It was on Netflix. Not sure if it's still there. Very a creepy movie. And then I have Get Out. So all of these Ew. movies are, they have a little theme Ew. to them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of going to go along with. Serial um, killer. With the, uh, tell I'm about to tell you. So this, honestly, if you get spooked, like, this is a very creepy story. So, um, I'm so sorry if I ruined your sleep. All right, (laughs) so (laughs) this is the Andrews family haunting. Oh, gosh. There are a lot of different versions of the story. So, with, like, different outcomes. So, I'm going to tell the one that I had done Uh research on and... You know, you might have heard different versions of it. All right. So in 1986, <laughs> I'm like, <"Ars-> <laughs> the Andrews family started to get haunted. Okay. So a short time before the hauntings, they actually lost their mom mm-hmm. to cancer. So it was just the father and the two young sisters. They're 15 and 8. During the time of grief, a call was made to the 15-year-old Annie Andrews from a teenage boy who said... He was from a neighboring school and that he'd track her down because she was attractive. They talked on the phone a couple of times, got to know each other, hit it off, and he asked her out. She said yes because he was, like, charming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was still in grieving, so we deal with grief different ways. Mm-hmm. All right, so they go on the date, but she was getting weird a vibe from him. Like, he was asking her super personal questions about her mother's death. Like, once he heard about it, he just was like, how do you feel? How did that Mm. make you feel? Like, way too intrigued. Yeah, like, way too, like, interested in it. Yeah. So, she didn't go on any more dates with them, didn't take any of his phone calls. But her family, of course, still grieving. So, Annie and her little sister decide they want to do a seance in the attic because they want to say goodbye to their mom. So they start the seance, but before they finish, the dad walks in and told them to stop. And he's, like, super worried about them. He's like, they're not dealing with this death good at all. Yeah. And, but before they, like, even though they didn't finish, the girls are like, something happened. Like, right. we didn't finish, but something started happening. So soon after, the sisters start hearing tapping and banging on the walls. And then (laughs) stuff starts moving. So, like... They'll put something down in one room, and then it'll be in another. 
So the doorbell rings and they go check it. No one's there. And they're home alone. So their dad comes home. They tell their dad. And the dad's like, doesn't believe them because he thinks they're coping. Damn it, dad. And like, this is like a therapy thing. (laughs) Yeah. They need therapy. So he's like, they just want attention. He's not home enough. Like basically blaming themselves. Right. So they're home alone again. And they hear banging in the basement. So Annie, the oldest one, grabs a knife. They go down into the basement to check it out. Never, never, never. When they get down there, there's a message written on the wall. And it looks like it's blood. And it says, I'm in your room. Come find me. (gasps) They run out and they go to the neighbor's house. The neighbor calls the dad. He comes home. They call the cops. Dad and the cops go to the basement. They see the written message. Realize it's in ketchup. And the dad is like, it was the girls. They set this up. So he doesn't believe Dad. again, and he ends up putting them in therapy. Oh. I mean, probably needed. Yeah. <laughs> so weeks later, they're home alone again. The tapping, like, knocking starts, and it's upstairs. So they go upstairs to the bedroom, and there's writing on the walls again, and it says, I'm back. Come find me. They run out of the house to the neighbors again. Neighbors call the dad. The dad comes home, and the neighbor is like, they're not faking it. Like, they're terrified. Yeah. Like, yeah still terrified they're not faking it so the dad goes into the house oh my god <laughs> when he walks in the house everything's out of order and all the tvs are on and he's like okay i yeah, don't like, think my daughters weird. did this I like yeah. i don't think they're making it up anymore so he goes upstairs sees the writing then he turns around and there's a picture of annie with the knife in it on the wall <laughs> Then he hears a noise in his bedroom, so he goes down the hall. No. And in there is someone turned around oh my God. in his wife's wedding dress <gasps> in a wig. <gasps> and when the person turns around, it was the boy that she went on a date with. What? Ew. And he had, like, war paint on his face. By the way, this is a real story. I just <gasps> put that out there. <laughs> so he starts going towards – he has a hatchet in his – why the fuck are the cops? Okay, so great. he starts going towards the dad. The dad escapes. He runs out and tells the neighbors, like, get the girls inside, call the cops. Now. Dad stays. <laughs> the dad stays outside the house because he's, like, it's a 15-year-old kid. So he's, like, okay, if he comes out, I'm going to, like, tackle him. Try to tackle yeah. him so the cops can come get him. But he never comes out. <gasps> so the cops get there, and they go in, and they're, like, searching the house. They can't find anyone in there. They're, like, no one's in here. And dad's like, we know, like, no one ever came out. Like, who, the kid's still in there. So then they realize, (laughs) they see, like, this bookshelf pushed out. So they look behind the bookshelf, and there's a hole in the wall. (gasps) Oh, my God. And they go in there, and they find this whole tunnel system. I'm freaking out right now. For real? And they realize that the kid that she went on a date with has been living in the wall. (gasps) Like, ever since he went on that first date with Annie. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so and like, they're All the missing clothes from the girls are in there. They realize there's a peephole in every room oh. so that Danny could, like... Well, his name's Danny. I don't want to say his name because fuck him. So that he could see them in every room they're in. And so he what? noticed that they did the seance. So, like, he played up on right. that. Like, as soon as they did a seance, he played up like he was a demon. And once they found that, they arrested him of course and 
they like still live there and stuff. They what? still live there. They don't live there anymore. Think, oh. But like, like they continue to yeah. live there. So I didn't. I really don't want to say the person's name, but you can look it up. There's more to the story. It gets really sad. Ew. But I'm so the Andrews out right family now. is okay. Good. He didn't hurt them. Good. But he was living in the walls but like, for like I need to look year. it up because I'm like, a where year? is his family? Why wasn't he in school? Like, what? How did he eat? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, there's what some weird the fuck? Shit. Like, did this tunnel have a like Stop. an opening to the I wanna outside like, that I wanna, you could like go yes. in and out from outside and not have to actually come? I want to like get my feet off the ground. Like, I'm really scared right now. I so. want like a picture of this. Yeah. So read the red flags when you go on a date. Check your walls. Believe your kids. Believe your kids. Yeah, number one, believe your kids. Oh, uh, my yeah. God. That's so fucking creepy to, like... I'm shook. I'm so shook. I don't know. Like, that was <laughs> no, real like, life. I like, that like, was not real life. I didn't Me know either. if y'all already heard this. No. I was like, Fuck what if they no. heard it? Then they know what's going to happen at the end. No. Oh my god! Yeah, that's my real reaction. This story <laughs> has stuck with I me. I know. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, sorry I'm guys. Just shit. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> but I'll tell a lighthearted story. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> this like is how? Like I don't even. I'm still. It's shook. still. It's still spooky. Okay. But it's funny. So this is a story of El Cucoy that I've had experience <laughs> with. Okay. Right. We are Mexican, mm-hmm. and in our culture, it's okay to, like, believe in God. Have your vigil to the Virgin Mary and baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you can do a little bruja, mm-hmm. and you can tell your kids these terrifying stories <laughs> of, <laughs> of folklore. Of and one of those stories is the story of El Cucoy, and it's a shape-shifting monster who torments and even eats little kids yeah. who don't listen to their parents. <laughs> And straight up, Mexican families tell their little kids yes. this as they're putting them to sleep. Like, if you don't listen to me, El Cucoy is going to get yes. you. So one of my experiences with El Cucoy, <laughs> I was Sorry. at a mall and I was walking behind this grandma and her and like her little like grandkid who looked uh-huh. about four. Uh-huh. And he was trying to go into Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> and the grandma grabs him. And she says, no, El Cucoy. <laughs> laughing so hard <laughs> it was like that poor grandma she's I'm probably not. gonna put an egg on her like do the egg on her right. kid some holy water oh, oh, just hilarious so funny so i hope that Man. made you feel a little better the kukui is real though dude oh yeah that's so fucked <laughs> like the key thing is if you don't listen <laughs> if you don't listen he's gonna eat you if you don't go to sleep right now he's gonna come and get you <laughs> like what oh the fuck? like one time when lisa was in the car with me and i was doing something and i think it had to do with the window and she was like if you don't the cuckoo's gonna come get you and i was like <gasps> <laughs> she was all scared <laughs> right though yeah you're like I don't want to go to sleep. If you don't go to sleep, a Kukoi's going to get yes. you. Yes. So, so evil. Fucked. Or like, you better stay over here. The Kukoi's going to yes. get you. Yes. They like <laughs> train us to be terrified of everything. For real. Mm-hmm. Then you wonder why we're like this. <laughs> why I need that fucking nightlight still. <laughs> You're not lying. I'm just <laughs> But we will have more spooky stories. We will. Yeah, and personal good. encounters. Yes. 
dun, dun. Send in your stories if you have any yes, creepy stories. Please. We definitely have some. Yeah, we're saving them. We're saving them up. I have two to share. They're both from my mom, and they're pretty fucking scary. And every time I tell you a story, I'm going to try to find movies that are, like, going with that right. story. Yes, yes, so. yes. Also, also, Lauren could just tell us her fucking night terrors, and we'd all be afraid. Oh my gosh, that's what I was gonna do. You just look creepy today too. You have like Wednesday Adams hair and outfit, and you're just like oh creeping dear. me out. Oops, sorry. I felt like I was in a coven today. The way I was dressed. Yeah, y'all both mm-hmm. look like y'all are in a coven. I mean, I'm living for coven, serving coven realness. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah, bitch! Oh yeah! Oh fuck yeah! But yeah, send in your spooky stories, and we're going to share our personal ones, because the Kukoi is real. Mm-hmm. 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 But uh, hope you get some good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe watch The Office before you go to sleep. Look behind your bookshelves. Look behind your bookshelves. Dress- dressers. Oh look in your closet. Look under your bed, because there might be a hole, and there might be a man living in it. Oh! Good night! Good night! <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening to this spooky episode um next week we will have a letter from a listener it has a lot of valid points that i really want to get a discussion going on Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. dealing with the brett kavanaugh dr ford the stuff that's happening right now and i just really want to discuss it because i think there's a lot of valid points like i said um again if you ever want to send us a letter or you want us to discuss anything or for this month of october if you have a spooky ghost story or just a weird story please email us at spillachisma at gmail.com and, of course, follow us on all socials at Spill the Cheesement on everything. And, yeah, we hope you enjoy this episode. And subscribe, mm-hmm. rate, and like. Yes, review. Leave us a review. I like reading those. Me too. Me too. They're fun. And definitely. If they're good. <laughs> just kidding. Definitely, like, post you listening to our episodes. We love seeing that yes. on the Gram stories. If you're still using Snapchat for some reason. <laughs> we um, like mentioning you. Yeah, just it really helps when y'all repost us. Um, shout out to Georgina yeah. for posting her little meme. I loved it. Oh, it was funny. Because it was like this person like laughing with a poster. <laughs> and it was like me listening to Spill the Cheese Mix. It's like me listening to my favorite pods. And that's my goal with this. Honestly, is to just feel like we're all talking. My heart's so full when I saw and, that. like laughing with each other and like opening like the floor for like discussions and different points of view mm-hmm. like we're here for that mm-hmm. i love it mm-hmm. so much and of course you can follow us on all of our personal socials i'm at sam bam boom the o's are zeros and boom i'm at lauren baby sus b-b-y-s-u-s i'm at rosa famosa famosa tosa chosa that's it now <laughs> no and just y'all were like oh because we just, say something yeah else. y'all were saying well, something by your name you spell baby different ways, man. <laughs> you have to clarify. O's are zeros. Also, like, I should make my zeros O's. It would just be easier, but that's been my brand I, yeah, since I AIM. That yeah, was my no. AIM screen name. I'm going to stop you right there because yeah, <laughs> it's been, like, that's illogical. since the middle school. Yes, it really so has. You really, you really can't. I can't. You can't change it. Please remember to follow us. Grow with us. And get a spooky with us. Oh!